to the Persephone is Rising podcast once again. Thank you for coming back. I'm super excited to say that I am recording from my new homemade recording studio that my husband set up for me in our bedroom closet. So that's where I am right now. I'm recording last week's episode and this week's because last week I wasn't feeling well. So that's why that one was late. So today I want to talk about empaths feeling empathy, highly sensitive people, and the spectrum. I consider it to be a spectrum. I don't know if it's actually officially a spectrum, but I think that if you have on one side people who are incapable of feeling empathy, they lack empathy, like some narcissists and sociopaths, there must be another end where people are so highly sensitive that they're actually able to pick up on and feel what someone else is feeling. What is empathy? Being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes, right? What is an empath? A lot of people don't understand that and they think, well, almost anyone is capable of putting themselves in someone else's shoes, you know, if you really actually make an effort. But being an empath is a little bit different. Being an empath means, and I'm saying this in general right now because I will tell you what being an empath means to me, but the, the core of it is being so sensitive that you're able to pick up on things. And there are a lot of sensitivities in the, whatever you want to call it, spiritual, supernatural world, but it is not supernatural natural because science can only explain so much but 100 years ago science explained a lot less 100 years from now science is going to explain a lot more so I really believe that keeping an open mind is very important and I think that's because I experienced a lot of things early on and I grew up thinking that there was possibly something wrong with me Um, there's a lot of culture and talk about the one of the famous mental hospitals in my city and I was afraid that I would be sent there if I told anyone what was going on. So one particular incident, and I don't know what this means. I don't know how this, I don't know. (laughs) I had stayed home sick on the couch. I was 17 in grade 11. And I spent the morning kind of tossing and turning in and out of sleep on the couch in the basement. I kept opening and closing my eyes. And what I saw was the couch I was on and the basement walls. But what I heard was a conversation between two of my closest friends on the school bus. I kept seeing flashes of them but for the most part I was seeing the basement walls and couch so I just kind of chalked it up to being a dream I was tired I wasn't feeling well so I talked to one of my friends about it later on that evening and told her laughing that I had this really weird dream and it was so random and she looked kind of shocked and said well that's actually the exact conversation I had with so-and-so this morning on the bus Another time, it was a conversation I overheard from the top floor, a conversation going on in the basement with a floor between us, door closed, and the people were whispering. Like I said, I was afraid of being committed, so I didn't want to tell anybody about this, you know, seeing a bright flash of light after my great-grandmother died and, and knowing that she was gone even before I got the phone call. Then, you know, we got the internet and we got a computer and everything, so I, I was able to kind of find something to give me comfort, point me in a direction 
give me some kind of idea of what was going on. I watched this show called The Others. It was aired in 2000, I think only one season. It was about this young woman in college who finds a group of people kind of like a support group because she starts having these very strange experiences. And there are all these people with these quote-unquote gifts they kind of help each other and other people at times even. There was this one man in the group who was a self-proclaimed empath and I'm sure it was very exaggerated because it's Hollywood, it's TV. But so much of what he was saying he experienced and, and so much of what I was seeing was very, very familiar to me. So I started to look up what an empath was and I like to do research. I'm very careful about what I read. I take everything with a grain of salt. I still didn't truly understand what it was, but I started to pay attention to how I was feeling, where these feelings were coming from, why I was feeling them, if they were familiar to me. But it was still hard to distinguish the difference for a long time. And this is not for the people that don't believe. This is for the people who struggled with it like I did, who, who thought there was something wrong with them, who think there's something wrong with them. Truly, the best thing to do is to talk to someone. I'm not saying there is something wrong with you, but if you're scared and there's something going on that you don't understand, the best thing to do is to find someone so that you can get support. I didn't do that. Don't do what I did and hide behind the label empath either. Don't put the responsibility on someone else. I see memes placing responsibility on the person who's feeling the feelings that are being picked up. And I call bullshit because everybody has the right to feel their own feeling. What someone feels is not who they are. Thoughts are not action. And everyone has the right to work through their own thoughts and emotions privately without judgment. So the most important thing that you can do is know yourself so that you can distinguish between your own emotions and anything that you're picking up. When you walk into a room, when you go shopping, you know, if you go to a rave or whatever. The thing is, no one is obligated to change or regulate their thoughts and feelings for you. For me, being an empath means of course, being sensitive enough to pick up on someone else's emotions that goes way beyond body language and facial expression. But I think there are many layers and levels to this. And I think it's just the tip of the iceberg because everybody's tuned in to a certain amount. Everybody's sensitive in a different way. So it's, there are too many shades of gray. It's, it's not just black and white. And the best way to, to figure out how to deal with it is to express yourself be aware, be honest, and find support. But like I said, it's just the tip of the iceberg. It means more than just picking up on emotions. It comes with responsibility. Just because you can pick up on emotions, it doesn't mean you should. It doesn't mean you have a right to. It's a privilege. It means shielding and protecting yourself and whatever that looks like for you. So if you do visualization, meditation, you know, if you have crystals, um, if you dance, if you sing, if you have pentacles or crosses on your door, whatever it is that you do to, to shield and protect yourself and ground yourself, do that. And like I said, be aware of who you are, what you're feeling and why you're feeling those feelings. It's not always easy, but it helps. It helps you and it helps you distinguish between the emotions that you're sensing, you're feeling. Being an empath means trying your best to keep a non-judgmental attitude. And that's not freaking easy at all. I understand this, but we have to try. We're human and sometimes we judge, but we also have the right and the free will to check ourselves. 
If you have chosen to take on this label, empath, if you are declaring that you're an empath, then you have taken on a responsibility. Be aware and humble. Don't blame others because they think and feel freely. That is their right. Even if those thoughts and feelings feel negative to you. Even if, if you feel that it's directed at you. Being an empath does not give you a license to judge people's thoughts and feelings. Because remember, you are picking up these feelings from your perch in your own perception. You are understanding someone else's energy from your own perception. It's not their truth. It's your lesson. It's not personal. It's not about you. It's about them. Being an empath is not a trend or a superpower. It doesn't mean you're special. It just means that you're tuned in for a reason that is bigger than you. I think everyone has the capacity. And I think that it's not about the label, the word empath. It's about what you do with it. Thank you so much for listening again. And I hope you come back. Mm-hmm.